الرحمن الرحيم إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا وسيئات أعمالنا من يهديه الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد in today's lecture then, we're going to discuss some of the basic aspects of Islam that we've mentioned before. So you should know the answers to these things. Islam is built on how many pillars? Five pillars. Those five pillars are the basic building blocks of Islam. The first one is what? The shahada, the testimony of faith. And that is, La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah, that you testify there is no deity or God worthy of worship except Allah. That is the basis of Islam, that we worship only one God, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and we do not commit shirk. That is the greatest sin. Shirk, which means that you associate partners to Allah, that you believe there is somebody else who helps Allah. Somebody else who is a partner with Allah or that Allah has a wife or that Allah has a son. We do not believe that Allah has any aids, any partners, any associates, any helpers. Because Allah told us in the Quran, قُلْ هُوَ اللَّهُ Say that He... Allah is the one, the only. And that's what it means in your testimony of faith, that none has the right to be worshipped in truth except Allah. Because many people out there believe in lots of different gods. For example, the Buddhists, the Sikhs, the Hindus, lots of different gods. Do they have lots of different gods or not? Absolutely. But the difference in Islam is we say that all of these differing gods, they are not deserving of worship in truth. Why is that? Because the one who is deserving of worship in truth is going to have certain characteristics. Allah, the God who is deserving of worship in truth from all of us, is going to have certain characteristics. What are those characteristics? What are those attributes? There's an example from Abraham, Ibrahim alayhi salam, one of the greatest messengers. In fact, we believe he is the second greatest messenger of them all. Second greatest messenger of them all, Abraham. 
Ibrahim السلام, when he was sent as a messenger, as a prophet, and he was given revelation from Allah, he was sent to his people to go and preach to them. So he preached. And what did he preach? He told them what? What was the basic message, the principal message of Abraham to his people? Allah told us in the Quran. Allah told us in the Quran. Because in the Quran you know the stories of Abraham, Moses, Jesus, everyone. All of those prophets and messengers, their stories are in the Quran. So Allah told us about Abraham, Ibrahim alayhi salam in the Quran. And he told us that Ibrahim alayhi salam, just like all of the other prophets and messengers, called his people to the worship of Allah alone. وَلَقَدْ بَعَثْنَا فِي كُلِّ أُمَّةِ الرَّسُولَ أَنِ اعْبُدُ اللَّهَ وَاشْتَنِبُ الطَّاهُوتِ Allah told us that he sent to every nation in history, Allah sent a messenger to them. And those messengers told their people, Worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone and stay away from the false deities. That was the message of the first of the messengers. Noah, Nuh alayhi salam, who is also in the top five highest ranking messengers in Islam. That was the message of Moses, Musa alayhi salam, who is the third highest messenger in Islam. Then also it was the message of Abraham, as we said, Ibrahim alayhi salam. It was also the message of Isa alayhi salam, Jesus who is also in the top five messengers of Islam, because the top five messengers are who? First, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then Ibrahim, Abraham alayhi salam, then Musa alayhi salam, Moses, then, then either way, you can say Noah, and then Jesus, Nuh alayhi salam, and then Isa alayhi salam, or the other way around, Jesus and then Noah. Isa alayhi salam and then Nuh alayhi salam. But the point being those five are the five highest prophets and messengers in Islam. We believe in those five as the highest. And then we believe in all of the other prophets and messengers too. Every single prophet and messenger that came. And all of them with the same message. So we were saying about Abraham. Ibrahim alayhi salam. He was speaking to his people and he said to them, Why do you worship these idols who cannot speak, who cannot hear, and they cannot give you anything? And that time when those people went out to celebrate and they left their temple and Abraham broke all of the idols that were supposed to be their gods. He broke them all, smashed them all up and left the big one. So when the people came back and they saw what happened to all of their gods, they've been smashed up. They said, who's done this to our gods? And then some of them said, we heard about someone called Ibrahim, Abraham. And he was talking badly about our gods. So they went and they got him. And they said to him, did you do this to our gods, O Ibrahim? 
He said, ask the big one. All of these are gods you believe. These are all your gods as you believe. So ask the big one who is still unharmed. Ask him who did it. All of the people now knew that they had a problem. Because they couldn't ask their God who did it. Because they knew their God cannot actually listen and hear them. And they knew their God cannot actually even talk to them. So the God can't hear them and the God can't talk to them. Ibrahim said to them, how can you worship something that cannot hear you and cannot speak to you? This is supposed to be your God. How can it be your God? It doesn't hear you and it doesn't speak to you. Surely the true deity, the true one, Allah, who is deserving of worship, your God, your Lord, your creator, is going to be the one who hears your supplication when you call upon him. He's going to be the one who answers your supplication, what you ask for. He's the one who's going to give you ease in times of difficulty and hardship. He is your creator. He is the sustainer, the provider, the controller of the heavens and the universe. That is only one. That is not multiple gods. That is not multiple entities. That is one God alone. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that was the message of every single prophet and messenger. Every single prophet and messenger preached to their people. Worship Allah alone. And do not worship anything else besides him. From the very beginning Noah... When he was telling his people, worship your Lord alone. Do not worship these other deities and these other gods and the sun and the moon and different things. The people, they mocked him. And they did not accept his message. Until eventually then Allah told him, build the ark. So when he was building the ark, were there any floods at the time? Not yet. He was building the ark before the floods came. So he was building the ark. And the disbelievers, they were laughing at him and they were mocking him. Saying to him, what is this? Why are you building this ark? What are you going to do with it? Where's the water? Where's the... What are you going to do with it? Where are you going to sail with it? So Noah said to them, now you are mocking us. But one day there will come a time when the mockery is upon you. And certainly that time came when Allah commanded the clouds to open up with the rain and commanded the springs of water to gush forth from the earth and all of that water from above and from below accumulated into the huge seas. Then the believers, the Muslims, Noah and those who were with him, they boarded the ark. And those who did not believe in worshipping Allah alone, and they believed in worshipping other deities and entities, they did not board. Noah even saw his son when the water was coming and the floods were coming. Saw his son and said to him, My son, believe. Believe in Allah and the worship of Allah alone. And drop all of the worship of these other gods that are false. 
But his son said, he said, I will not. Instead, I will climb onto a mountain somewhere and avoid all of these floods. I'll be saved. I don't need to believe. So then Noah said to him, Nuh said to him on this day, no one will save you, nothing will save you except Allah. And certainly when the son of Noah went onto the mountain, the floods were so high, they went above the level of the mountains and he was drowned also. A huge wave came, in fact, as it mentions, a huge wave came and drowned him too. So the da'wah, the message of Noah to his people was to worship Allah alone. When Moses came, Musa alayhi salam, the same message again to his people, worship Allah alone. When he spoke to Pharaoh, all of this story in the Quran as well, when he spoke to Pharaoh and he told him to worship Allah alone, Pharaoh in his arrogance said to Moses, said to Musa alayhi salam, Ana rabbukum al-a'la. He said, what are you talking about? I am your Lord, the Most High. What are you talking about telling me to worship Allah? I am the Lord, he said to them. And in the end, Pharaoh was mocking Moses, not accepting his message of worshiping Allah alone. And he said to his people, Pharaoh said to his people, build me a tall tower so I can climb up and see where is this God of Moses that he claims? As a mockery. In the end, when Pharaoh refused to accept and refused to believe, the Israelites who believed, a group of them had believed in Moses. They went with Moses, Musa salam. Allah gave them the permission, the order to leave from Egypt. So as they were heading away, Pharaoh discovered that they are running away. So he went in chase to capture them. So when they were running away, Musa salam, Moses and the followers, they came to the Red Sea and they could not traverse it. They could not get across it. When they turned around to go back and find another way, they couldn't because when they turned around, in the distance already who was right there? Pharaoh and his army were already there. So the people, they said to Moses, Indeed, we have been caught. That's it. In front of us is the sea. We cannot cross it. Behind us is the army of Pharaoh. They will catch us. We have nowhere to go. But Moses said to them, Musa salam said to them, Put your trust in. Allah, put your trust in Allah. And certainly Allah gave them the victory and the success and the salvation. Allah commanded Musa to strike his staff into the sea. And it opened up into pathways. And he and the people with him, the believers with him, they crossed over. And then Pharaoh came and tried to cross, but the water collapsed upon him. And he was killed. So then Pharaoh was killed at that time. He was drowned. He did not accept the message of Tawheed. Worshipping Allah alone. 
After that also we spoke about Abraham. After that was also Isa salam, Jesus. Same message again, preaching to worshipping Allah alone. He never came with the message of Trinity. He never preached the Trinity. He never preached that type of message. That was distorted afterwards. That was brought about and created afterwards. Jesus himself never spoke about Trinity and worship me and the Father and the Son and these things. Never. His message was the message that was the same as the message of Noah and Abraham and Moses before him. The same message of worship your Lord alone. Worship your creator alone because he is the only one deserving of it. Then right at the end came the final messenger. The final messenger, the final prophet who was mentioned in the earlier revelations. He was mentioned in the Torah. The Torah which was given to Moses initially. He was mentioned in that. And that final messenger is Muhammad, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he came with the same message as the previous prophets and messengers. Nothing different. Same message as Isa alayhi salam, Jesus. Same message as Musa alayhi salam, Moses. Same message as Ibrahim alayhi salam, Abraham. Same message as Nuh alayhi salam, Noah. Same message. Worship your Lord alone and stay away from the false deities. All of these prophets and messengers are prophets and messengers of Islam. The religion that preaches pure monotheism. Pure monotheism, meaning worshipping Allah alone without partners, without associates, without claiming that Allah has sons or wives or daughters. In the time of Muhammad, they used to be the mushrikun as they were known as. They used to say that Allah has daughters. Who did they used to say are the daughters of Allah? Falsely, of course, incorrectly, of course. The angels, they used to say the angels are the daughters of Allah. And that is incorrect and false. Other people say that Uzair is the son of Allah. Others, they say, Isa, Jesus, is the son of Allah. But these types of beliefs are not acceptable in Islam. In Islam, we say Allah is one and unique. Your Lord and your Creator is one. Your worship is directed and channeled purely to your Creator, the Creator of the heavens and the universe. And that is the basic message of Islam. That is the first pillar of Islam, your testimony that your worship is purely for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You will not associate any partners with him and no one else besides Allah is deserving of worship. And then the second part of your testimony is Muhammadun Rasulullah, that Muhammad is the messenger of Allah, the final servant and messenger of Allah and that there are no other revelations or prophets or messengers after Muhammad the final revelation being the Quran and that revelation it is as we said encompassing of the same message as the previous revelations to worship your Lord alone and to abandon the worship of the false deities 
Allah says in the Quran, Worship your Lord alone and do not worship others besides Him. Do not make partners or associates alongside Him. Allah tells you in the Quran, when you supplicate and you make dua, when you pray, then pray to Allah alone. وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِ عَنِّي فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ أُجِيبُ دَعْوَةَ الدَّاعِ إِذَا دَعَانِ Allah said, when they ask you about me, tell them I am close. I answer the dua, the supplication, the prayer of the one who calls upon me. We have been told Islamically, you do not call upon Allah via Muhammad. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the best of mankind. The final seal of the prophets and messengers. But he is not the same as Allah. He is a servant of Allah. Allah is unique, the creator. You call upon Allah alone. We do not call upon Muhammad. We do not supplicate to Muhammad. We do not ask Muhammad to answer our needs. We call purely upon Allah. And that is one distinguishing factor. Of Islam from all other beliefs. It is the true religion of monotheism. The true religion where all of your worship is purely for your creator. Not for anybody in creation. The Prophet Muhammad is the best of creation. On the day of judgment we will not be able to enter paradise until he goes and asks Allah permission for the gates of paradise to be opened. But despite that, we do not say that Muhammad is Allah or that Muhammad has any aspect of Allah in him. He is a prophet and a messenger. The best of all of the prophets and messengers. The best of all of creation. But we do not worship him. We worship alone Allah. He is the messenger who came and taught us how to worship Allah. He is the one who the revelation came through. Jibreel, Gabriel came with that revelation to him just as Gabriel used to go to the other prophets and messengers with the revelation. He used to go to all of the other prophets and messengers giving them the revelation from Allah. And he similarly, Gabriel, came to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to give him the revelation too. So you see this religion of Islam, it is the religion that has come through history. All of the prophets and messengers had a message of monotheism and that is what makes sense. Absolutely. That you as the creation worship the one deserving of your worship. Who is deserving of your worship? The one who created you. The one who provides for you. The one who gives you air to breathe, food to eat, water to drink and a shelter over your head, clothes on your back. That is your creator, your Lord. He is the one deserving of worship alone. The prophets and messengers, we obey them. We obey them because Allah gave them the revelation to teach us. But we do not worship them. And we believe that the final messenger was Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And that revelation, if you read it, the Quran carefully, you see the stories of Adam. Adam, when he was created... The first person ever. You see the story of Adam, you see the story of Noah, of Moses, of Abraham, of, of David, Dawood, Sulaiman, 
All of the stories of the prophets and messengers are in there. Everything is mentioned, Jesus and his mother Mary, mentioned in the Qur'an. In fact, there is a chapter in the Qur'an named after Isa salam, after Jesus, the chapter of Mary in the Qur'an, Maryam, Surah Maryam. So this is Islam, the religion which is comprehensive. The religion of pure monotheism and tawheed, where your worship is directed to one alone, the Creator, not to anybody or other partners or sons or daughters or associates. And that is something which clearly distinguishes Al-Islam from all other forms of worship, all other religions and what they may have. We'll have to just take a break for the prayer. Let's pray. And then after the prayer, we can do another 10 minutes or so before rounding off. Insha'Allah. Sallallahu alayhi wa Alhamdulillah. Salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wa So we've discussed the, in brief, the first pillar of Islam. And that is the fundamental and basic pillar that is required for anybody to be Muslim. The other four pillars, which are prayer, like we've just done, five times a day. Zakat, which is the annual charity you have to give. The fasting, once a year, the obligatory fasting in the month of Ramadan. And also the Hajj, once in a lifetime, for the one who is able to go and perform it. Those other four pillars are only going to be valid if pillar number one is valid and intact. If you don't believe in pillar number one, then it's impossible to be Muslim. Even if you go and fast and you pray and you do everything else. Because Islam requires that you believe. Only Allah has the right to be worshipped and you will make your worship for Him alone. And you will not associate any other partners alongside Him. And that you believe Muhammad is the final messenger of Allah. And that is how it all comes together throughout history. All of the different prophets and messengers, all of those revelations that came to them, everything comes together. The revelations of Abraham and Moses and Jesus, Ibrahim and Musa and Isa, all of it then concludes at the revelation finally given to Muhammad, Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he informed us about the day of judgment and the resurrection that will occur and all of the people will be taken out of their graves and the accountability will occur on that day and your deeds will be weighed up for those who have the righteousness outweighing their evil for them is paradise but for those who have more evil than righteousness they are the losers on that day. The books will be given to you with your deeds written in them, everything you did. All of these things have been mentioned to us by the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. How to live your lives, how to worship your Lord, how to treat your neighbor, how to treat your family, how to treat your community, even in your business, how to do your business. It is impermissible and not allowed to do deception or cheating or to take interest, 
all aspects of your life have been explained in Islam. So that is the basics of the religion. The foundation is upon Tawheed, which is monotheism and worshipping Allah alone. That is briefly what we'll mention today. Any questions on that? Any questions or points anybody wants to make regarding what we discussed briefly today? Mm. There are some people who claim to be Muslim like that. There are some people who claim to be Muslim, but they believe there is another prophet after Muhammad. If you believe there is another prophet after Muhammad, then you haven't fulfilled the testimony of Islamic faith, which is that I believe and testify none has the right to be worshipped in truth except Allah, and that Muhammad is the final servant and messenger of Allah. You believe there is no other prophet after Muhammad. He is the final one. Some people, they say they are Muslim. They believe in Muhammad and they believe in all the other prophets. But they say they believe in another prophet after him. Then you cannot be Muslim upon that belief. The belief Islamically is that Muhammad is the final messenger. And there are no other prophets and messengers. So even those people who claim to be Muslim, there are some groups who say they are Muslim, but they believe in other prophets after Muhammad, then they are not in reality Muslim. That cannot be a Muslim. Because Islam, it means that you believe in all of the prophets and messengers, as we've been talking about today, uh, from Adam as the first one, all the way to Noah as the first messenger, then Abraham, Moses, Jesus, all of them, all of them, they are all prophets and messengers of Allah until the last one came who is Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So that is the correct belief. You cannot believe that there are other prophets after that. You cannot believe there are other messengers after that. There are righteous people, pious people, great scholars, uh, great practicing people of the religion, but we don't say they are at the level of prophets or messengers. Revelation stopped at Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We've been given all that revelation now, and we now must practice it up until the day of judgment. But you must practice it properly. You can't just say you're Muslim and then go and practice whatever you like. You have to practice Islam the way the Prophet Muhammad taught us. So you can't go out there like these days you see as a modern day example. You see all those people like ISIS. They say they are what? They say they are Muslims. But is that what the Prophet Muhammad taught us? Never. What they do is never what the Prophet Muhammad taught us to do. So that isn't being a proper Muslim. In fact, some scholars, some scholars even say ISIS are not Muslim altogether. Khawarij, the renegades, those who go out and they kill the Muslims and non-Muslims all alike, which is what ISIS does. They are known as the Khawarij. And those are a group who many of the Muslims declared as non-Muslims in the first place. So ISIS are not a representation of Islam. They are not practicing what the Prophet Muhammad taught us. They are practicing their own deviated and misguided understanding, their own deviated and misguided way. And that is not the way of Islam. It is not the way of the Prophet Muhammad 
So when you're practicing Islam, you must practice it in accordance to how Muhammad taught us. Because he learned it from who? From Allah, the revelation came to him via Gabriel, via Jibreel salam. Revelation from Allah came to him and he taught us. And he certainly did not teach us the things that these people at ISIS and whoever else do. Extremism and bombing is not from Islam at all. So make sure when you practice Islam, you practice the real, true, peaceful Islam. As we've been taught by the Prophet Muhammad wasallam. No doubt, no doubt, Isa, Jesus is special. No doubt, he is one of the special prophets and messengers. Like we said, Islamically, there are five highest prophets and messengers. Jesus, Isa salam, is one of them. We as Muslims believe him to be in the top five prophets and messengers. And no doubt, Allah saved him and raised him up. So we believe he was not crucified. We do not believe he was crucified. He was raised up and saved by God, by Allah. And in the end of time, he will return. Absolutely. He will return at the end of time. We believe that as Muslims. You know that he will return at the end of time. However, what's one very important piece of information regarding that? We've been told when he comes back at the end of time, he will rule this world with justice. But he will rule with the revelation that he was given initially or the revelation that is now the final revelation of Muhammad. It's been told in the revelation that when he comes back, he will uh, uh, lead and he will rule with the revelation of Muhammad, of Islam. So he is special, no doubt. He is one of the great prophets and messengers, no doubt, who will return at the end of time and he will kill the Dajjal and he will rule with justice. But we don't say he is superior to the other prophets and messengers. We believe Abraham is superior to him. We believe Moses is superior to him. And as for Noah and Jesus, there's a difference. Either one could be superior to the other. But certainly we believe Abraham and Moses and Muhammad, they are superior. And then at number four or number five is Jesus. Because all of those prophets had their special status. Noah was the first of all of the messengers. That is something special. He was the first one of all of the messengers. Abraham, it's been told to us in the Quran that Abraham is the most beloved to Allah alongside Muhammad. That is something special for him. Moses, look at what happened with Pharaoh and how Allah gave Moses salvation. How he overcame the Pharaoh. You've seen all of that story. Isn't that something special? Absolutely. When Jesus, you look at his story again, he was raised up and saved from the people who were trying to kill him. And he will come back at the end of time. That is special for him. And Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he has the most superiority of all of them. He is the seal, the final messenger of all of them. He is the one on the day of judgment who will lead all of the prophets and messengers. So no doubt, every one of them has superiority. And every one of them has status and we believe in that and we uh, respect that and we have belief in all of them. But we do not say that Jesus Isa is superior to Muhammad 
Rather, he is one of the superior messengers, but the final messenger, Muhammad Wasallam, who came with the final revelation and the seal of the prophets, he is the superior messenger in the end. Because all of history and all of that revelation of all of the prophets and messengers concludes with him. When Jesus comes at the end of time, it will not be a new revelation he gets. It will be the same revelation as Muhammad has now. He will rule by that Islam. So no doubt he has superiority, but we don't say he is the superior messenger. That cannot be the case. Because in the revelation itself, we've been told there will be no other prophet or messenger. And the coming of any other prophet or messenger to some other part now is not something required. The reason being, when Muhammad was sent, who was he sent to? Was he sent to only particular people? Was he sent to the Arabs only? No. Was he sent to the Arabian Peninsula only? No. His message and his revelation was something that was designed and sent for all of mankind up until the Day of Judgment. Whereas previously, the prophets and messengers did used to be sent to their particular localities and their people. But Muhammad was sent to all of mankind. So from now till the Day of Judgment, this Islam, it spreads. And that's why you have a sixth of the globe that is upon Islam already. And as they mention in their figures, it is the fastest spreading religion. And all these places across the globe now, Islam spreads and they learn that it is simply to worship your Lord alone. Don't make any partners, don't worship any sons, any other associates. Allah is the one alone to be worshipped. Simple and clear belief. So that is the religion to the day of judgment. Now there are no new revelations required. Ah. The Jal, Antichrist as they say, is an individual who will appear at the end of time and he will be a test upon the people. He will be somebody who calls the people to disbelief. And when Jesus returns, Isa salam, he is the one who will kill him. Anything else? Or we'll conclude the last question. There are some narrations that indicate that Dajjal is present as we speak. There are some narrations that indicate that, but we've been told in the revelation he will not exit or appear until the end of time. We'll have to round off on that for today then. Every week though, we're here. Next week, oh in fact, next week uh, will be postponed unless there is another class or something rearranged in its place. But after next week, as normal, every Saturday, 6.30 p.m., inshallah, we are here. So next week has to be postponed, I won't be here. But from the week after, every week, we are on again, every Saturday, 6.30 p.m. So inshallah ta'ala, carry on trying to attend on those Saturdays.